Hello everyone, welcome back to Poultry Journal Podcast. I am your host, Alex Murdoch, and I uh, hope everyone's doing well. And thanks thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode. Uh, today, um, I just want to do something a bit different today, but still along the same line in terms of questions asking questions and one of the things that i really want to you know speak on is this to start uh the difficulties in creating metaphors um firstly uh, well, obviously, I start with my take, but firstly, um, the one thing I, I think it all starts, uh, it all starts with the creating balance. And when I when I say balance, I mean the balance between making your metaphors relatable while being true to the art that you're creating, meaning. If the metaphor of choice takes away from what you're trying to create, then by default, it is not the right choice of tool. Regardless if it uh, makes it more palatable for the audience. Um, I say this because for me, the art should always come first. Thus in certain situations where the art um, makes the audience uncomfortable that that um, that shouldn't make, that shouldn't matter that shouldn't make a difference you should, you should you should still go ahead you should still go ahead and create organically in a organic um type of way as the art was intended to be in the first place the way you envisioned in a sense um and in any case if you know it, it ends up being a situation where you know a person does end up feeling or being triggered in a sense, by what you've created, then in essence, perhaps that's something they need to address about themselves, in a sense. Um, perhaps that's something that's, that's, that's a shortcoming or something they've hidden away and they might need to kind of put that in check. I might go back to that, just that little point there later on, but I want to continue to make the point that the art, the art should always come first. Thus, in certain situations where the art makes, um, well, or the piece maintains its integrity in terms of being very powerful, I believe this is the way to go. Um, also, um, 
that means in sense of giving individuals the chance to learn about themselves they may not aware of that they may not be aware of the need to change or correct something about them but in any case what my point is this is why for me in my opinion if you're not staying true to your art then what is the point um why are you creating that's just my perspective on it as a purist and if you're an artist then you should have a pure outlook on creating i believe whatever your art form is um you should have a a purist perspective on creativity in that realm um but if it enhances your writing in a good way as well as making it palatable for everyone or relatable for everyone that is present um for me personally i think that's where the true power lies when it comes to being being a creative having the ability to stay true to your art speaking truth to power in the absence of losing or alienating your audience allowing them to truly enjoy the art in its most um pure and truest form using art as a form of protest simply because it evokes a part of someone or something in someone in within your audience um in a good way or a bad way but it could be argued the creation of the art was simply for the mere creation of the individual's experience but because it was very powerful it conjures from the audience it conjures feelings or it it evokes feelings from the audience and what i mean by that is the creation of certain art the creation of certain art um comes from a pure or could come most of the time it does come from a pure or organic place you know but it just happens it sometimes just happens to be a coincidence that it may have evoked invoked something in somebody um that they end up feeling a way about it now whether that whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that's you know that's that's uh to be determined but uh in my experience most of the time artists create things just because 
that's how they envision them. That's how they envision them. However, you know, you can't control how people are going to interpret your situation or what you've created. So that, I believe, should never be the, the, the worry when it comes to creating because that's something you can't control. Um, and I think one example of... Uh, Something along the line of what I'm speaking about is one example, one good example is Black Panther. Um, and when I say Black Panther, I mean I'm talking about the uh, the actual creation of the whole the comic and the backstory, the whole story as a whole. And it's 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 a beautiful creation, of course. But, you know, over the years, it's, it's grown so much and Marvel has grown so much to the point where it finally um, Black Panther came out in cinemas and, you know, everybody was just enamored by how, you know, how touching the story was, you know, like the characters, everything is just so beautiful. But you know, certain people were triggered. It was clear certain people were triggered about the whole depiction and just the whole story and just the fact that they had so many um, black cast in the whole thing. I think a lot of people were triggered by the fact that it was a black king etc etc and um yeah it basically it was a black story um and everybody was really triggered by the whole outline of the story etc you know so much so that you know so we actually missed the whole point of the story in the sense of like Black Panther was never meant to be a black story. It was just art. It was just the creation of art from an artistic point of view by Stanley. And the fact that, you know, it was like a black or African based origin story, it was just the vision of the art. It had nothing to do with, you know, black empowerment or anything like that. Nothing in the backstory. So, with that, I would say that that lesson, that that whole story alone, I I I, I would take from that to say, um, stand to say, tell it like it is. Stay true to the art. Stay true to the art. And the next segment I want to speak about is the writing process. Um, I can't speak for everybody, and unfortunately, I don't really have a guest on at the moment, so I can I can only speak to my writing process. And for me, as it goes, my writing process would more go towards being 
in a in the organic realm um what i mean by that is like i like to let the need to create come to me um when it comes to poetry my fuel for creativity was always my experience i like to think of my experience as fodder cannon fodder in a sense um or in a sense of chaos for example i have this saying that i find it pretty much self-explanatory i have chaos in my dna what does this mean it speaks to the hardship uh, the most powerful form of creation i feel um or i believe is cultivated from trauma ergo the hardship hence speaking and speaking to having chaos in my dna and it's so to speak um I think every creative would agree that you create more profound work when you're going through hard times or the worst times. Eventually, you get to a point where you get to understand that process, which then leads to you mastering it. At this point, at this stage, you find that you can create consistently beautiful or beautiful art or poetry consistently i think after that it's simply a question of having people resonate with your art uh for your choice of words or tools you use to make your art relatable or in creating um your work so what you see what you feel what you're thinking and these are some of the examples I'm, I'm sure certain people that know my work would have heard or been familiar with certain things like this if you've heard my work but these these are some of the examples I have um, that I want to share with you these are a few quotes I have so, for example, leaving clues to healing, temporal revealing, they flock through. They flock to me through time, undoing my knots, revealing the needs be and have nots. Here's another one. Finite is but a scar tissue in the bosom of chronology, bearing witness to thee. And so here we go, another one. Candy pain, even sweeter when it rains. And this one has always stood out to me as being powerful and so many facets to it. Of course, these are all metaphors that speaks to speaks to my situation and 
I feel tells a story, especially when you have a context like a full piece written poem to it. But they were so powerful. I feel like they tell a story by themselves on their own. Um, without a full piece to accompany it. And so that's why I felt the need uh, to kind of quote these. Um, here's another one. The page sniffers, the ink bleeders, creative by nature. Or perhaps the currency of thoughts are moments of explosion. And finally, the last one. In the mind of a star, nothing matters but space and time. And I thought those were apropos for this discussion. So I hope you feel the same way. And um, yes, uh, but this was something that was bugging me through the week. And I thought, you know what, let me, um, I wanted to share with the people. So. Thanks everyone for listening and I appreciate your support. Um, I have poetry, uh, sorry, poetry journal up now um, on Amazon, P-O-3-T-R-Y-J-O-U-R-N-A-L. That's poetry journal, Growing Pains by Alex Murdoch, poetry book. Make sure you go and get yourself a copy. Um... Um, I've been having positive feedback about um, my work from people that have um, been supporting me. And, you know, I've been really confident about this work and um, I really do believe in this book and what I have to say. And, you know, I believe in all I have to give. So I would encourage people to go out there and check this out. Um, I, I love what I've created and um, I would love to for people to really share and um, understand why I'm speaking so highly of this book. Um, but also I have Into the Abyss Volume 3 coming out. And if you know anything about this, this is a, a short story series. There's the third, third volume out now, this 30th of uh, June, end of this month. So I would encourage you to get a copy of that as well and maybe follow up on the other two that's currently out at the moment. Um, but apart from that, you know, everyone can catch me on the Instagram. Uh, that's at Poetry Journal, same spelling as the poetry book, P-O-3-T-R-Y, Poetry Journal. And uh, just uh, keep up with what's going on. There's, there are, I have a lot of things um, working on right now. And I'll keep everyone up to date on social media, etc. So just uh, reach out, stay in touch or stay up to date. Um, there's a lot going on. But thanks everyone for sharing, for showing uh, support. And uh, I appreciate you. Uh, speak soon. Take care. Till next time.